Internet. How's it going, Internet? Uh, welcome to Outrage Factory, the podcast where we look at the things that made people mad online this week and explain why they're dumb for caring. As always, I'm your co-host, Derek Bolin. I'm your other co-host, Dale DeRuder. This is episode 78. I guess if you need to hear the number said by us out loud instead of just looking at the name of the file on whatever you're listening to, there you go. I don't actually think I put the episode numbers on anymore. But I don't think anyone necessarily gives a shit. It's Should we say the date then? For us to be like, oh yeah, holy fuck, we've been, we've recorded, we've invested at least seventy eight hours of our lives, yeah, in making this. I think it's mostly so we can pat ourselves on the back and phone up our elementary school teachers and be like, see, we can put effort into something. We do care about stuff. We don't. If they listen to an episode and they heard us basically talking about how little effort we put into every one of these that we do, I think they'd be more validated than we would. But since they're never going to listen to them because we're old as fuck and all our elementary school teachers are dead, we're good. Do you think so? Well, they were what? Like 100 when we were in elementary school? No, they just seem that old. It's funny because our elementary school teachers were probably younger than we are (laughs) now. And we were just like... Those people are old as fuck, yeah. and they were like 30, and now we're pushing 40. I think most of my elementary teachers were in between 40 and 50, if I recall. I remember we had one super hot grade one teacher, and she was probably 25. Weird. How do you even know what super hot was in grade one? I just remember being like, I like that lady based on... <laughs> I can't tell why. There's something like, about her. It's, it wasn't sexual. It's like, I like the way her face looks. And that's just like a memory in the back of my head. When I think about grade one, I think about, oh, I liked the teacher because she was good looking. I mean, I didn't really have a large pool to choose from what was good looking. So she might have actually just been better looking than the old ladies in my church. And mm, that's about the only people I saw. To judge her against because I don't think I was actually – yeah, I grew up without cable so I didn't even have that. Like I didn't even have a lot of people on TV to judge her against. I'm trying to remember the names of some of my elementary school teachers so I can Google if they're dead now. Uh, And my grade six teacher I remember was hot because I was a dickhead to her because that's what little boys do when they think girls are hot. They're like – I don't know why, but I'm attracted to this girl, so I'm going to be a complete dickhead so that she somehow manages to, I guess, translate that into feelings for them. I don't know. I blame biology. Why does why does biology make little boys hit girls they like? Did you physically assault girls you like, no, Dale? Is that what you're copying to on this publicly no, available podcast? No, but it's like a well-known fact that if your kid's like 10 – and he, like, punches a girl – not punches her, but, like, pushes a girl. It's because he probably <laughs> likes her and doesn't know how to deal with his emotions because we don't teach little boys to communicate properly. So they just get frustrated and be like, I want to touch you and push them. Yeah. It's a well-known fact that if your 10-year-old puts some kittens into a sack and throws it into a creek and then hits the sack with hammers – he just really likes kittens and Dude, he doesn't know how to fucking... I have a problem with this analogy. Where does your 10-year-old get enough hammers <laughs> to throw multiple ones at a sack of kittens? That's pretty expensive. Hammers are like 15 bucks a pop. Was your kid got like 200 extra dollars to spare to get like 12 hammers? No, maybe just, you know. Have you ever gone into like a like toolkit of like a dad and there's just like one hammer? No. Because every time the dad needs a hammer, the hammer he needs isn't available. So he has to go to the tool store and buy another hammer. And then you end up with fucking 15 hammers in your house. I got a whole drawer full of hammers here. I don't want to say you had a better dad than me. (laughs) But if my dad found out that I threw multiple hammers into a river at a sack of kittens, he would have been outraged at the waste of hammers. For the record, I personally never (laughs) threw hammers. I didn't drown kittens in a creek. I didn't throw hammers at kittens, uh, and I don't think I ever punched a girl. Uh, how did I? Because fu- what was my outlet? One time I remember. The one time I remember doing this was I was like, there's a girl I like, and I had an orange in my hand, and I was like, this will get her attention. And I, like, lobbed the orange at her, and I was like, hey. I think her name was Hillary. I was like, hey, Hillary. And she turned, and it hit her right in the face. 
And then I was like, and then she started crying. And the teacher was like, why did you do that? This was five years ago for anyone who was wondering. <laughs> I was just like, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't have an answer for you. She's like, go to the principal's office. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense. I should probably do that since I threw a fruit at a girl and hit her in the face. Next time, right, will you go out with me on the orange <laughs> before throwing it at her oh. face? And if it's killing you to find out what happened, she did not translate an orange into a face as me having feelings for her. And she pretty much hated me forever after that. Which is weird because it's widely known that, like, men... I was going to say, like, little boys, but this is actually something that probably persists throughout, like, yeah. men's entire lives. What's the they're point like, I just made? Well, like, how, <laughs> how can I get a woman's attention by oh, yeah. doing the most, like, obnoxious and stupid thing possible? Like, yeah. now... The orange to the face is probably uh, dick pics in, in our day and age. Yeah, or lighting her up on social media. Yeah. Being like, you're unattractive, and then you're like, fuck, why did I say that? I totally think she's attractive. Unless these guys are just shit heels and just don't know how to talk to women at all. And you just, you well, yeah, I think that's true in most it's cases. probably a large factor. Yeah. I mean. But there's no, like, there's no, like, middle ground but where you just, like, you know, deliver a woman a nice compliment that's well received. It's either like, oh, yeah. here's my cock, or I'm gonna like berate you and make you feel like shit about yourself. Yeah. Or you're like, I don't wanna send her a picture of my cock. I will just say a nice thing about her. And then it, you just sound like a serial killer who's like gonna abduct her. Cause you're like, I think you're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. And then they're like, whoa, pump the brakes there, Pally. That's uh. Can you just send me a dick pic? Yeah. Can we uh, <laughs> stop talking about emotions, please? Yeah. I like how girls are like, men should stop sending me dick pics. And you're like, okay, I'll tell them all to start talking about their feelings with you and how they really feel. And they're like, yeah, no, I'm good with the dick pics. Uh, men talking about their feelings. That's like an all night thing that I don't really want to get into. <laughs> hey, Dale, uh, speaking of all night things and feelings, you, uh, you had a, you had a awakening. Oh yeah. So Do you- <laughs> On the weekend, I'll, I'm going to introduce this to what happened to me. Okay. So, Which, for someone who spends as much time on the internet as you do, I was amazed you hadn't heard of this before. Well, see, the thing is, I spend time on the internet looking at memes, and this probably went through the meme-averse five years ago or whatever, and I missed it. So what happened was, me and Derek and a mutual friend, Ashley, went out for dinner, and then somehow he was talking about what she was doing before we went for dinner, and she said, sorry, I was late. I was finishing watching this YouTube video about some conspiracy guy. Shane Dobson, was it? Yeah, Shane Do- Dawson, I want to say. Is that the guy we hate? No, he's some YouTube guy. Okay, anyways. So and Derek was like, is that, was like, was it all the a crazy conspiracy video? And she says, well, yeah, it was a, it had conspiracies, but it didn't have the whole Berenstain Mandela effect thing. Like you guys had just talked about or whatever. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? And then they explained to me that there's this thing called the Mandela effect. And that is the whole theory originated from people misremembering when Nelson Mandela actually died. Like there's a group of people who believe he died in jail and there's a group of people believe he died later when he was released. Well, it's not that they believe. It's just that people um, inaccurately remember him dying in jail. And then somebody put forth this theory that he did in fact die in jail in an alternate universe and that somehow we shifted into a parallel universe and nobody knows it happened, but there are people who remember things differently than other people. And the most common and most popular example of this is Berenstain Bears, like this is the one that fucked me up the most. Yeah, this is the one that I was like, well, I don't... It's So the whole Berenstain Bears thing is, like, me and Derek remember Berenstain Bears from when we were kids being spelt Berenstein. Like, uh, at the end of the word, it's E-I-N. But it's actually spelt A-I-N. And everybody's like, wait, did they change it? 
What happened? Why did they change it? Is it like because it sounds too Jewy or something? But <laughs> I don't think anyone said the words too. No, Jewy. they were saying Thank that you, one of the no one of the <laughs> one of the things I read online was that they're saying it was like a white supremacist thing where they changed it to make it sound different. But so that was one of the things. Then there's another one is John Denver who died in 1997 in a plane crash, but people like me remember him dying in like the seventies in a plane crash. And then there's the one where there's a photo, there's a photo of a painting of King Henry the eighth eating a Turkey leg. And now you can't find that photo anymore. So the whole Mandela effect is that all these things actually did happen in the universe or in the parallel universe we came from, but in the parallel universe that we're in, uh, something happened where a butterfly effect where there's all these different changes and there's multiple uh, examples like Mandela effect samples like there's a lot of them that uh, I don't pay enough attention to politics to actually know which one is which and like another one is the Challenger explosion which happened in 86 people remember it happening in 85 that seems like something like that could just be people like misremember. But the fucking the bear like I remember as a kid, like remembering Berenstain Bears with an E and like how everyone else would misspell it. And I was so proud of myself for being the only one who could spell it correctly. Yeah, I remember it because there was a point where I was like, right after I learned how to read. They had always been called the Berenstain Bears. And I was like, wait, it's spelled Stein. Shouldn't we be calling them the Berenstain Bears? And then people were like, no, you just, it's spelled Stein, but you pronounce it Stain. And I was like, oh, okay. But I was willing to just be like, well, that's fucking like 30 years ago since we're old as shit. Maybe I'm just remembering it wrong. But the true fuck around comes like with the John Denver thing. Derek's like, why is that such a big deal? And it's like, it's not such a big deal. Because I'm not really a huge John Denver fan, so me misremembering when he actually died isn't a big deal. But when you go, like, I saw that he died in 97, I was like, huh, weird, I thought he died earlier, whatever. And then the internet is like, a whole group of people believe he died earlier, and you're like, wait, that's fucked up. Like, if it was just me misremembering something, that's fine. But since there's a whole group misremembering it, that's where the fuck around comes in. And then you're like, I don't even know what's real anymore. Am I just like, is the fact that I misremember all these things that are obviously wrong because you can research them on the internet? Does that mean I'm losing my grip on reality and I just remember things wrong? Does that mean there's a huge cabal controlling what's going on in the internet? Like, are they like... Um, I mean, that last thing is probably the most <laughs> likely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they're like, no, Dale, this all happened and you're actually kind of going a bit crazy. That would kind of be more comforting than having to deal with the fact that we jump parallel universes. Yeah. Although I don't, yeah, there's, there's a lot. So <laughs> I mean, it's probably more realistic that someone was just like, Hey, Berenstein bears is too Jewy. We're going to, yeah. we're going to go back and yeah. But then they would have to scrub all the books that people like the thing is, that could be true. You could be like, oh, they wanted to change their name because it was the 80s and they just wanted more mass appeal. But then the people who had books from their childhood would go look at them because they're like, I remember it being EIN. Wait, let me go dig up, dig up my, dig up my <laughs> dig books. Up, I'm gonna <laughs> let me go dig up my childhood memory books. And then they find the books they remember from their kid and it's spelled different than they remember them. And that's the whole like fuck around of the whole. Another problem I have is... Say it's true. Say we came from a different parallel universe. Something happened. Somebody traveled in time. The butterfly effect made all these subtle differences happen. How much of a piss off is it that they invented time travel, went back before us, and all that happened was the name of a, a, book, a, a book changed. A book about a family of bears got changed. Yeah, it's like, like – <laughs> We don't have jetpacks. It's just the the name you remembered is no, wrong. No one killed Hitler and prevented World War II. Yeah. It's just like, oh, we're going to change one letter. What, what was the other one? Oh, uh, the fucking Sinbad. <laughs> the Sinbad oh, yeah. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> like there is a Sinbad. I swear to God because – okay. So 
One of the other examples of the Mandela effect is this Sinbad movie from, what is it, the early 90s called Shazam with two A's so that they could get around the copyright of the comic book character Shazam with Which one A. The, that movie is actually dropping this month? Yeah. With Zachary Levi? Yeah. Yeah, the guy from Chuck. Anyways, so that movie doesn't exist. And I remember it perfectly because the movie that everybody's like, no, you're getting it mixed up with the Kazam movie starring Shaq. And on the Kazam movie starring Shaq Which? is one of the reasons I remember it so well because I'm like, why would they make another genie movie starring Shaq when there's already a genie movie starring Sinbad? Like, is this like the Deep Impact uh, Armageddon, Armageddon thing, thing where yeah. they just released two movies that are similar. Also, Shaq and Sinbad, uh, not a lot in common in terms of physical features. Height, they are very close. Did are, you know that Sinbad is Sinbad? fucking tall? He's crazy tall. He's like seven foot, I think. Don't check that because I don't <laughs> want it to sound racist if I'm wrong. How tall is Sinbad? <laughs> I'm doing it. We're going in. I'm, I'm at meters. That doesn't help anyone. What is 1.92 meters? Thanks, Canadian Google. Meters in feet. Uh, he's six foot two. He's six foot three. Tall. That's like seven feet. That's only <laughs> anyways. Well, I meant they're very similar in that it's a child's movie about a genie with an African American actor, and it's a comedy. Sinbad, African American. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's also the one where I was like, yeah, we discovered parallel dimensions and we mm-hmm. like branched off. And like the only thing that changed was like, oh, this this fucking uh, this movie that was basically like a vehicle for Sinbad's acting career yeah. no longer exists. Also, the movie looks so bad. I never. I remember being like, "Yeah, I don't really need to watch that. That looks pretty fucking paint by numbers and dumb." But how rad would it be if the parallel universe happened and you go back to watch these movies you love from your childhood or like your mid-teens, like say all the Arnold Schwarzenegger sci-fi movies, and they were different. So you got to watch Total Recall, Running Man. Predator. Uh, what else, What other movies? Sci-fi Total movies. Recall? Terminator. I did. Like the Terminator. Oh, yeah. Terminator 2. Terminator 1. You get to watch all these movies again and they're different. So it's like you're watching these great movies from your preteens for the first time. I'm just glad you found out this way and there wasn't like a night where you were like, oh, I'm going to sit down and watch Shazam and read <laughs> the Berenstain Bears. And <laughs> what? <laughs> How did this happen? None of these things exist anymore. Yeah. He would have had a mental break. Derek is worried about this, not because he's scared of me having a mental break. He's scared of me inundating him with texts all night when I can't sleep because I feel like my grasp on reality is slipping. <laughs> Silver lining, there's probably an alternate dimension out there mm-hmm. where our podcast is popular and people pay us money in exchange for advertisements. So nice. Think about it. Do you think there's a parallel universe where I can unironically grow a handlebar mustache and people no. love it? No. Every Dale in every alternate dimension is just uh, what about incapable of growing facial hair? Fuck. My dreams can never be truly realized. What about an alternate universe where I have a mullet? Yeah, yeah, but because it would be funny. See, the thing with mullets is it would be hilarious to have a mullet. Growing a mullet is sad and nobody respects you because they're like, why is your hair like that? What are you doing with it? And you're like, oh, I'm growing a mullet. And they're like, what the fuck? Cut your hair. That's disgusting. But if like, say tomorrow I woke up and I had a mullet for 24 hours and it was like a huge joke, that would be awesome. Just like alternate dimension Dale swaps in your life. Oh my god, yeah. So it's like it's like the old shows where it's like the evil twin has the goatee and the mustache, but my evil twin has a handlebar mustache and a fucking mullet. People would be like, wow, evil twin Dale, you're actually way more hilarious than regular Dale. I don't even think we want to solve this mystery. We'll just keep you around. <laughs> the mullet makes you 10% funnier. <laughs> 
Andrea like falls in love with Mullet and Dale, and you can never come back. Uh, have you seen uh, Counterpart? It's the show on Stars with uh, J.K. Simmons in it. No, fucking fantastic show. I think I've talked about it on the pod before, actually. But you should absolutely Kay. check it out, Derek. I'm gonna stop you right there. Let's just talk about Fringe because it's the same plot line, right? The same with the parallel dimension, yeah. That they and where there's a person from each parallel dimension, and they jump back and forth. Also, the new Star Trek Discovery, they do that where one of the characters that's in the show right now replaces a dead character that died in season one with the evil version from the alternate universe. Also, Sliders, the Jerry O'Connell show from like the 90s, which was good as hell. Yeah. That was like the original dimension. No, I'm pretty sure there was probably one in the 70s or 60s that had terrible effects and is unwatchable. That happened before. 1995. God damn. I thought it was earlier than that. You know who loves the the show Sliders? Neil DeRuiter. Does he actually? He's probably pretty stoked we're talking, talking about Sliders. <laughs> it was a good-ass show. I remember really oh, like, like 15-year-old me fucking Ooh. loved Sliders. Yeah. It was good. It was a lot better than My Secret Identity. Which was the other Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, when he was younger. Although, if I could fly with aerosol cans, <laughs> if if... The secret to flight was just losing your weight and then using aerosol cans as jet propulsion. I'm pretty sure that is the secret to flight. Wait, do we just <laughs> not have big enough aerosol cans? Like if we got like... I think it's the losing your weight part. Like you become weightless. Yeah. If we had three foot tall aerosol cans, do you think that would be enough propulsion to get us off the ground? Maybe... That is the secret to flight, but they won't do it because it ate a hole in the ozone layer. Because remember how when we were kids, they were like, oh, yeah, we're changing the way fucking hairspray works because it's melting the ozone layer. And, like, you didn't really have a grasp on it, but it was something about the aerosol in the can, the propellant that shot the shit out of the can that was, like, melting the atmosphere. What if it wasn't melting the atmosphere and they changed it so that people couldn't fly? That's it goes back to that. <laughs> people <laughs> flying is too Jewy. <laughs> they, uh, they wanted to limit our ability. That just reminds me of uh, they did that recently with uh, fuck the like the scrubbing like nanoparticles that you could get in body wash that like exfoliated. Oh yeah. And then they were like, oh, these things like never biodegrade, and they're all just yeah. like washing into the oceans, mm-hmm. and like fish fish bodies are becoming clogged with them, so yeah. we can't do that anymore. And they're so small like, oh, enough, the I nanoparticles like are small enough to go through filters, so you can't actually use a water filtration system to get rid of them, they're just always there. Yeah, I, I like the, I would, I'd like, fuck, I don't, I don't care about fish, they're not cute. Well, I can't eat fish because of gout, so fuck them. There you go. But... Apparently, fish make us smart, and they helped us evolve from monkeys into humans. Have I told you about the aquatic ape? No, I'm not going to get into that, because I'm pretty sure I've talked about the aquatic ape theory on a podcast. A couple couple times. And it's one of those things where I read it once, I was like, huh, that's a cool thing. And then I tell people, I'm like, listen to this interesting thing. And they're like, do you believe that? And I was like, well, I don't know. And they're like, defend it. And you're like, that oh, seems like effort. <laughs> is this is this my hill to die on? <laughs> yeah. The aquatic ape you're, theory? you're like, wait, does this belief that I quasi entertained become part of my personality and my characteristics? Is that who I am now? All right. Well, we should probably take a break because we just went 22 minutes on the Mandela effect. <laughs> I like how... How we had all this stuff we were going to talk about that's newsworthy. Like, and remember real. when this was an outrage-related podcast <laughs> and now it's just two idiots talking about shit yeah. that matters to no one. Well, now that Alex Jones has been scrubbed from the internet, there is oh, yeah. a hole to fill up with conspiracy theories. Do you know how nice it is that I haven't even had to think about Alex Jones existing for like probably a couple months now? When did he get erased? Uh, Probably a couple like, months. That's November? Yeah, something like that. What time to be alive? I kind of don't like it because he, like, meme fodder, Alex Jones, perfect. So good. But not hearing his screaming voice, that is good. That's a fair trade. Yeah, it is that. a fair trade. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll actually talk about things that made people mad online this week, I think. Or will we? You're sour, sweet. 
interludes to watch the conclusion of the Oscars. Dale, it's uh, Hollywood's pageant to... Uh, Fuck the Oscars. Good news! Suck their own dicks. Good news! Tonight. What's that? In episode 76 when we had the guest host uh, Cam and Tyler, I had said that if the Academy went off script... <laughs> pun intentional. because... Because it's movie awards yeah. and movies have scripts. I had said that if they don't pick the boring smart guy film and they uh, not or they give Black Panther the best picture award, that I would watch the next Oscars next year in full. And they didn't. They gave it to Green Book, a movie talking about racial tensions in the 50s, which is a layup for best picture because it won. Yeah, congratulations to Green Book, I guess. Another movie I will never, ever watch. Though, I did watch uh, the uh, mermaid sex, uh, the fish fucker film oh, yeah. from last year. Yeah, you were the person that Shape I grilled about it with one question. I was like, do they show his fish dick? And you were like, no. And I was like, thank you. Now I do not have to watch that movie. I think showing like fish man dick. Yeah might have uh, precluded it from winning an Oscar because historically they don't award Oscars to uh, movies that show dicks. Well, what would have happened was if they showed the fish dick, the movie would have had a semblance of entertainment and not boring slowness, so it wouldn't have won the Oscar. What movie What Was it Birdman? Did Birdman win Best Picture? Or what movie won... Well, Birdman was also slow and boring. Birdman was good as hell. No, I actually really liked that one. They were like, oh, I used to be this superhero and I did all these cool things. Instead of showing that, let's listen to me talk. Uh, I mean, a fucking guy acted his dick off, but I don't like movies for acting. I like movies for CGI porn. Oh, Birdman did win uh, Best Picture. So maybe I will watch Green Book. Who knows? I, I seem to have a tendency of just being yeah. like, oh, some, uh, some people... I uh, gave this movie a trophy for being good. Maybe I'll check it out. I don't want to sound like an asshole or a guy who thinks he's better than everything, but I feel like I'm pretty well versed that um, the American South was actually racist in the 50s. I don't need to see a movie portraying that the American South in the 50s was, surprise, super racist. And if you have an African-American piano player who wants to go play music in the South, he's going to have a rough time. Is that is that what the movie's about? Yeah. I don't actually have any idea. So the only thing that will make me watch, get me to watch Green Book is Viggo Mortensen is back because I thought he just – because recently I had rewatched <laughs> the Lord of the Rings trilogy and I was like, hey, whatever happened to Viggo Mortensen? That guy hasn't been in – in a movie in forever. The Room, and, or not The Room, The Road. Yeah, that was like 10 years ago. Was it that long ago? Probably not, but it was long enough ago that you're like, does he still act? Lo and behold, he's in Green Book. And he's uh, he's got a little bit of the old man girth, so put it nicely. But, I mean, that's about the only selling fact for me to watch Green Book. I will say that the Oscars were, uh, with the exception of the Kevin Hart like digging up Kevin Hart's old tweets uh, and then uh, not allowing him to host anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no. He declined. Wanted. Yeah, but they were gonna. It was. It was gonna happen anyways. Mm, yeah, but if you quit before you're fired, you still quit. If you. Yeah, that's like what. Uh, eh? I, I guess. Eh? If you, you could still write. You could still write. I quit on my resume. If you quit you, before you're fired, you still quit. You don't get. Like severance. No. I've never understood people who are like, I'm going to show them. I'm going to quit first. Well, because. Just get fired. On your resume, if it says you were fired, it means you're a terrible worker. If you says you quit, it means you're a terrible worker, but you left before they fired you. Yeah, exactly. Like, you, <laughs> you, look, you, you also showed a lack of judgment in like. Yeah. Because so few places actually do the proper thing and like. 
document, uh, you know, employee transgressions to the point where you they have like a slam dunk labor law case against you and be able to be like, here's how this person was like, yeah, coached or warned or whatever. Yeah. So basically, everywhere has to pay severance if they're firing someone. Yeah. So if you quit, you don't get that, and you just look like a huge dipshit. For, for going severance pay just to, like, protect your precious resume, which who the fuck reads those anymore anyway? Nobody. That's who. That's probably true. Anyways, uh, in digging up old tweets news, uh, somebody got a hold of John Wayne's old tweets uh, in the form of a 1971 <laughs> Playboy interview. <laughs> I gotta I gotta just step in and say these were not old John Wayne tweets. These were, like Derek said, an old interview he did in Playboy in the year... 1971. So, if you're good at math, you immediately recognize that that was 48 years ago. Okay. Not only was it 48 years ago, he was fucking 61 years old when he made this interview. So, this interview had uh, disparaging marks about women, about gays, and about uh, black people, which if you can find me a 61-year-old in 1971 who didn't make disparaging remarks about any of those, like, yeah, I'll give you an award for having the most progressive grandfather on earth. Also, you're getting interviewed in a titty magazine, which people... Not Playboy's Claim has good legitimate articles. publication. Yeah, it's a legitimate publication in that it's a book that's published, and you're getting interviewed in a titty magazine, and the guy, and you're like, what? Basically, was John Wayne like a producer or like a money guy in Hollywood, or was he just an actor at that point? What did John Wayne was he like a huge producer? And made calls on who was in who, which movies yeah, and stuff? Yeah, like, he was fucking 61, so towards the end of his... He died eight years after that, so... Yeah. Well, anyways, my point and is At least this, in our dimension, he died in 19. You have an interview from 48 years ago in a titty magazine where you're talking to a Western actor about the social plight of marginalized groups. Now, this isn't really the person you go to for answers about this, or even the platform to address these problems. And people bringing it up now saying like, oh, John Wayne was a bad guy. Yeah, what do you want, a fucking award for finding out that a guy 48 years ago, like Derek said, made disparaging remarks about marginalized groups? Dude, like you could ask Clint Eastwood those same fucking questions today and he'd probably <laughs> give you the same answers. Like, I, I think, I hope... He's been a little better coached by his <laughs> PR team than to say those same things. Like, I don't know. It's just fucking ridiculous that we're at a point where it was like, it must have been a slow news day. People didn't yeah. have anything to get mad about. And someone was like, came across this old ass John Wayne interview in a 1971 issue of Playboy, which weirdly, we were talking about Playboy in the 1970s in our last issue or last episode as well. So maybe it's because of us this whole thing happened. We are trendsetters and people are like, well... Maybe these old playboys have something to do with it. And the best part about this whole thing, sorry to get back onto it, was people were like, oh my God, I can't believe John Wayne said these bad things 48 years ago. Why isn't anybody talking about this? And then someone else tweeted, yeah, everybody knew about this. It was actually a huge deal. And John Wayne took up a whole bunch of shit in the 70s for this. Like, why the fuck are you bringing up a almost 50-year-old article just so you could virtue signal on your grandpa's favorite actor? Like, I don't understand why this even gets brought up. Who thinks that they're, like, doing a good thing by being like, yeah, you know that racist piece of shit from 50 years ago? I don't agree with what he believed. Yeah, good, good for you. Yeah. Guess what? A lot of views from 1971, <laughs> even by progressive people at the time, yeah. probably wouldn't pass muster in 2019. Yeah, and I don't want to sound uh, like I'm belittling anything here, but I'm pretty sure the word fag was like common nomenclature in the 70s. So saying that he used this term makes him immediately a bad guy in the 70s. Well, it might be true. You don't have to point that out because nobody uses that word anymore. So... 
why harp on it? Uh, do you want to hear the actual quotes from John Wayne? Yeah. Okay. Uh, would you say that the wonderful love of those two men in Midnight Cowboy, a story about two fags, his words, yeah. not mine. Yeah, that's qualifies, what I mean. Like said Wayne using a homophobic slur. Uh, as far as man and a woman is concerned, I'm awfully happy there's a thing called sex. It's an extra something God gave us. I see no reason why it shouldn't be in pictures. Healthy, lusty sex is wonderful. Gross. You're 61. Hey, guess what? In 2013, Hillary Clinton voted against gay marriage. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, with a lot of blacks. <laughs> I mean, 1971, again. Uh, 1971, saying the term blacks is probably pretty good. With for- a lot of blacks, there's quite a bit of resentment along with their descent, and possibly rightfully so. Uh, but we can't all... Okay, so he... he you know, that's probably a progressive statement for yeah. a 61-year-old cowboy to make in 1971. Yeah. Uh, but he followed it up with, but we can't all of a sudden get down on our knees and turn everything over to the leadership of the blacks. I believe in white supremacy <laughs> until the blacks are educated to a point of responsibility. Uh, wow. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty um, – can we? Can you find the question they asked this guy for him to say that? Uh, Does this have the questions? Because, like I said before, this is an interview in Playboy magazine with John Wayne, who was just basically your go-to guy f- to make cheesy westerns. And they were asking him shit like, oh, fuck, you got to find... Does it have the questions in there? Anyways, the way the question is worded is pretty heavy for this interview is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's bad. And another thing about this reporting, like why would they put his answer and not the question? Oh, also, uh, that's taking it out of Wayne context. surprisingly also spoke harshly about native Americans when like, it's widely documented that like John Wayne was not a fan of native Americans. Um, well, he was in Westerns and, those are always the bad guys in Westerns. Yeah. Uh, sorry, we're both just Googling right now. Yeah, so... But, like, all these things have been on the public record. This wasn't... The, these probably weren't even the most shocking things that John Wayne, like, said publicly over the course of his career. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah, I don't know. This is just like a perfect fucking example of outrage culture and how like nobody had anything to get angry about in uh, in on one day in 2019. So people had to dig up a fucking 40 year old interview uh, by a like widely acknowledged racist uh, and get angry about it. Now they're considering. So there's John Wayne Airport in Orange County and there's a big petition to like rename that and like strip strip John Wayne's name from anything John Wayne's name is on. Uh, and yeah, it's just, it's, I get not wanting to honor people who maybe express toxic, a pit. what's with the look on your face right now. It's a fucking 23 page interview. Oh yeah. Play- what Dude, the fuck? Playboy for real. Like, uh, so you have this perception of Playboy as like a titty magazine that just had like a few, like, it was actually like, it was, a pretty thoughtful publication that just like showed boobs in it. What, what do you okay. I'm sorry to derail this, but I just found a question in this interview. Okay. Playboy having once worn long hair yourself. How do you feel about long haired young people? John Wayne. They don't bother me. If a guy wants to wear his hair down to his ass, I'm not revolted by it, but I don't look at him and say, now there's a fella I want to spend the winter with. So I'm just pointing this out that uh, maybe instead of reading two of the worst questions in the interview, you read the whole interview and laugh at an old man making awkward jokes. There is something to be gleaned from this. Oh, also, who gives a fuck if an airport's named John Wayne Airport? They should change the name, not because John Wayne was a racist, but because I don't like Western movies. (laughs) How about that? It's a pretty good reason. I was talking about this with my brother because he likes a good Western in his words. And my whole thing was like, yeah, I don't really like Westerns. And then I was trying to think of all the Western movies I like. Do you like? And there are two Western movies I like. Do you want to? 
Do you want to guess? True Grit. Three. True Grit. Not True Grit. I've never watched True Grit, the old one or the new one. The remake? Oh, I so never good. watched it. Uh, would you qualify uh, Wild Wild West? As a that Western. is one of the ones I like. <laughs> <laughs> the other one is the new Lone Ranger remake. Okay. I really liked. And Blazing Saddles. Oh, yeah. Three very good westerns, which most people who like westerns don't like. True Grit was great. I bet it was. I don't know if Wild Wild West would qual- I mean, it was definitely set in uh, the West, but I don't know if it would qualify as a Western movie. Uh, we'll have to pull Twitter on that. You're really getting into this interview, hey? I'm just, I'm trying to find the one question of which he replied fast. I mean, I don't think it was a gotcha question. I think John Wayne was just like a fucking old dude in an old time saying like shit that old dudes in old times said. Well, because most of the questions are like, has your financial condition improved? What's your opinion on drugs? And then like there are softball questions and then, um... Like, they're like, why was Hollywood so against communism? And then they're talking about motion pictures blacklisting communists from that whole McCarthy era. I was looking for the one question because if you show a question in a story or if you show an answer in a story without giving the question, then you're a terrible journalist and you're not giving context. Like... The question isn't going to save John Wayne. It's going to save my previous point of that these questions were way too deep and should be given to like uh, a social scientist or like somebody who is has a doctorate in civilization and the suffering of marginalized groups instead of a cowboy actor is my main point. Like why – was he put in a position to answer how black people should be treated in Hollywood? Yeah. I mean, you could probably predict that he, and that may, maybe that was the point. Like they asked the questions to uh, get these controversial responses from him. But again, uh, in 1971, I don't think there was a lot of outcry in response to this. Uh Interestingly enough, did you know Kelsey Grammer was a staunch Republican and pro-Trump? No, I did not. Learn that reading this article. You know what? He's an old white guy, so that doesn't (laughs) surprise me. Oh, wait. Sorry. I don't want to state that. I want to state he is a person who is rich, so that doesn't surprise me. Uh, John Wayne is wholly synonymous with movie right-wingery for his films and his (laughs) extracurricular activities. White ringery, wingery. White, right wingery. I like that. I'm going uh, to throw Charl- that into the lexicon. Charlton Heston, Ronald Reagan, uh, fucking, yeah, Clint Eastwood. Like, these were all guys who are widely acknowledged as, like, right wingers having probably shitty, uh, shitty takes on social issues. Dale, you're not, you're not going to find it. You're not going to find Dude, it. Dude, there's, like, that. questions about Vietnam Just, and, like... The Russian Cold War and shit in here. Yeah, it was it was uh, that was the time. So, yeah, I don't know if we're going to see much more of this. Uh, You know, there was a lot of public outcry, but there was also outcry in response to the outcry. Just basically uh, saying, what are you doing? You fucking idiots. I bet there's a lot of stuff that we've said on this podcast in 2019, 40 years from now. People are going to look back and be like, hey, now we got to rename Derek and Dale Memorial Airport because (laughs) (laughs) fucking these guys expressed some toxic views uh, and they weren't sympathetic enough towards uh, women or minorities. So see my whole problem with this is not, it's hard to explain. And the whole thing is everybody's so reactionary that they just jump on everything before we take a good slow look at it. Now, The problem isn't that John Wayne is or isn't a racist. The problem is that was the 70s. We've already come to terms with what happened. It's general consensus that being racist is bad. 
And we've made moves to become better people in the future since then. So, over some the, of us. In the, over the 50 years, in general as over, a society, over, yeah. we're less racist. There's no more segregation. There's like more moves to get everybody on in an even playing field. It's not level. I'm not saying we're perfect in a utopia. It's better than it was in the 70s is what I'm saying. Now, another thing is I have a problem with – don't make that face. Oh, I'm just yeah, – put it, put it away to respond to it a little bit. Just let, let me put my foot in my mouth <laughs> naturally. So my problem is you have the far left and they are excluding people in the middle and inadvertently driving them to the right. No, that's a bullshit argument that I don't believe. Well, this bringing up that this John doesn't Wayne, make anyone more right wing. Bringing up John Wayne was an old racist isn't going to make anyone be like, I dislike blacks more now. Or, no, that's not what right wing people are. No, but even like nobody's responses to anything shifts. And like at this point, we're all so dead set in our political beliefs that like this shit doesn't make anyone who wouldn't have voted Republican five years ago vote Republican. Yes, it does. That's Oh, it absolutely does. Not. Oh, it does. So. If you have something like this and people see this and be like, that's what the left wing is doing now. They're bringing up 50 year old interviews and lambasting this guy that we've kind of who's died and whatever we've all come to terms with. They're lambasting him and they're finding old things that they could bring up just so they could virtue single and show how woke they are and how good of a person they are. Maybe I'm going to go with the other side on this. Yeah, I'm going to vote for a social platform I don't agree with, a fiscal platform I don't agree with, and a government that I don't necessarily agree with just because some left-wingers on Twitter got mad about a thing. See, the, your problem here is that you think people research the That's social platform. That is an excellent point. They research the financial platform, and they research any platform before they vote. The problem is people... Think about what they're going to vote on average, probably about the half hour before their vote. They're like, oh, who should I vote for? Well, this guy seems nice and this guy seems dick like a dick or this woman seems good or bad. That's how they do it. They don't spend weeks being like, OK, I know I've heard all this stuff about these parties. I'm going to take the time to research and find out which candidate uh, mirrors back my values the most. I'm not saying – all people who were in the center are now being pushed right by shit like this. What I'm saying is when you do stuff like this and you have like this giant push that we have to make everything super important and beat everything into the ground, there's going to be an overcorrection the other way. Yeah, but I feel like the two like the two extremes that we did kind of touch on this last yeah. week. The two extremes kind of balance each other out, and everyone else is just in the center, being like, "What the fuck ever." I think more than anything, uh, I think it's more likely that people are uh, less likely to be pushed to vote for the other side, and more likely just to be pushed to no longer give a shit about anything. Like yeah. I think about like how. Uh, passionate I was even about like politics or social issues like two years ago and after two <laughs> years of doing this podcast I'm just like I cannot fucking muster the energy to care about anything anymore welcome to political apathy Derek <laughs> like we've made a table for it's you it's ridiculous yeah like I when I went to college I barely cared about politics and they drove all of my caring out of me it's just such a giant, annoying subject to research and undertake. And it's like, do you want to vote for this guy who says all these good things you agree with, who's going to change as soon as he's elected? Like everybody knows, like that whole trope of like politicians are liars is a cliche at this point. So it's just like, why would we care? Yeah, I don't even think it's necessarily that politicians are liars. I think it's that like... Yeah, they are. But people are voting based on, like, marketing campaigns now, right? Yeah. Like, you're essentially being sold this candidate and their platform. And uh, as someone who works in marketing, it's, like, 99.9% .9 bullshit. And it's just yeah. people manipulating you to, to you know, purchase something you don't need. Um, and that's, that's what politics is now. And that's why democracy is such a fucking sham because like you said you have all these uninformed voters yeah voting based solely on bullshit 
And this is this is the best uh, best political ideology <laughs> that's left to us. Like a bunch of people who understand nothing voting based on lies. And that's going to give us the best candidate to run a country. And even like even if you step back, like we might as well just talk about the U.S. election because that's the best point. Like the problem isn't that it was Trump versus Hillary well, the main problem is it was Trump versus Hillary, and you had to pick one of those two. Yeah. Like, can Both we shitty options? Can we step back a bit and let everybody vote in the primaries? Like, to vote in the Democratic par- primaries, you have to be a registered Democratic card holder. Why don't they just let the whole fucking country vote on the primaries so that the person who gets to the final dance isn't just? Well, like then, you, then you'd have a bunch of fucking like subterfuge where like a, a bunch of people like if they allowed people who identified as Republicans to vote the Democratic primary, they would that would be 50 percent of the because pretty much a 50 50 split. Oh, okay, like, let me rephrase that. What they should do is you can vote in either primary. But I guess, like you said, they would there would be sub. Well, they, there would be. Yeah, there would be people trying to like sabotage the other party and like nominate oh. the shittiest candidate. So I get kind of why the system's set up the way it is, but how about we just abolish political parties and we abolish campaign spending and we abolish donations to political parties mm-hmm. and you have to run as an independent. You finance your own fucking campaign. You get out there, you actually have a platform and you communicate it to people and then they vote based on that instead of electing one of like two mega corporations to rule the country. Yeah, the problem with paying for your own campaign is then you'll get people like Trump who are independently wealthy and all their or, uh, political interests in will be with their wish. That was all Ross Perot. Ross Perot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, yeah, like you would pick people who have a political interest in big business and they would tr- make all their votes for that. Yeah. So. Basically, democracy is shitty. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go on the record just didn't, like I think democracy was great at one point in our uh, – in you know western history yeah uh i think at some point we have to like really fucking look at what it's turned into and how we're a bunch of easily exploited idiots and find a better system that better represents the people what they should do is you're not allowed to just drive a car so like you need to like take a license that shows you know how to drive a car what there should be is like a voting license where anybody can apply for it. I know everybody's like, well, then they'll just let people they want to have these licenses. But there should be a license that you have to show interest in the actual political system and understand it on a certain level before you can vote. Like, I feel like I know nothing about the political process, but I know enough that I know more than some people, and that terrifies me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like there are people who know less about politics than me and that's scary. Yeah, that's really fucking scary. When you yeah. put it like that, it's shocking. It's <laughs> eye-opening. Uh, yeah, John Wayne was always a racist shithead. We still named airports out after him, whatever. Do you want to talk about this juicy, ju- ju- juicy? You should have probably juicy? looked up how to pronounce his name because neither of us juicy? watches. Yussie. I can't remember the name of the show he's on. Empire. Empire. Yeah, neither of us watches Empire. I watched half of one episode back when I would illegally download shows and watch anything that was on because I was single and I had a lot of free time. Now I only watch... Now my laziness and lack of free time overwhelm that, so I pretty much only watch shows that are either on Crave or Netflix because I don't want to go through the effort of getting nasty emails that tell me not to download shows. So, oh, it's an ad. Never mind. Regardless, I haven't watched Empire was my main point. Sorry, I got distracted. So anyways, we might as well talk about why we're talking about Juicy? Yussy? One second. I'm going to let you know. Is this? Oh, sorry. Derek looked up how to pronounce his name and then we had to watch. Jussie Smollett. Jussie. Jussie Smollett. All right. Hey, crack the code. So Jussie Smollett. Um, so what happened was he said that he was a victim of a hate crime and that he was attacked by two people who poured bleach on him 
and shouted racial epithets at him. Did tied, they, tied a noose around his neck. Oh, yeah. This did, is in Chicago, my Did you. they beat him? Uh, yes. Oh, and he said that they screamed. Uh, you're in Trump country yeah. now. Which, I don't know. Chicago's not really Trump country, is it? No, it's not. It's like one of the most fucking democratic. Yeah. <laughs> like, I cannot. And that's why immediately, like, this story broke and there was, like, like, I'm honestly, like, I saw this and I was, like, my initial thought was, like, this is, like, I didn't say anything at the time because you can't yeah. be, like, hey, this is a fake. But, like, immediately there were, there were some, like, you're in Chicago, like, two dudes attack you in, like, downtown Chicago, which is, like, yeah. The most democratic part of Chicago. Yeah. Um, and uh, just like, yeah, that they would scream, this is MAGA country, and that there were, like, no witnesses, and that there was no video, and there was... And that a guy who's on a major, majorly popular, even though me and Derek don't watch it, television show would just be... And it happened during daylight, right? Like, during midday or whatever? So, yeah, like you're saying, everybody had these red flags, and then... It's his story slowly started to unfold that it was fake. And now he's being charged with like misdemeanor, like Uh, a public misdemeanor or something thereof, like public mischief. I don't, I'm not really sure. He's being charged with basically falsifying, falsifying, falsifying claims to the police. Did you find it? I'm trying to find what he's actually been charged with. Oh, yeah. Uh, But he has been charged uh, criminally. And he's admitted to hiring these guys. So there was two guys and there was an altercation. But apparently it's like he hired them and then maybe they got carried away. But there was no bleach poured on him and there was no like noose used. And, I mean, if you're going to make up a physical altercation, do what Kim Kardashian did and keep it simple so that people don't question it. The Kim Kardashian fake. There was – people were like, did she make that up or was she actually robbed? That was a couple years ago. And then I guess they kind of just – whatever. Did you find it yet? Uh, Accused of staging a hate crime attack. Uh... He was arrested and charged with uh, filing a false police report. Oh. So. I mean, that. If we watched Empire, do you think we'd be seeing Juicy Smollett? Was it Juicy? Juicy? I already forgot. Yeah, I have no idea. Juicy Smollett? Juicy? You see, I, I fuck whatever. Anyways, join us next week on Outreach Factory as we spend an hour and a half debating how to pronounce this guy's name. Do you think he's gonna be able to come back from this and will be on Empire again nah, or a different show? No, his character on Empire is probably dead. I don't know. Like I, his motivation behind it was he. I think he thought this would help his career. Which kind of shows you where we've come as a society now. <laughs> it's like everyone thinks that in order to advance their career, they have to stage some elaborate uh, fake hate crime, um, which you, probably isn't untrue. But do you think we could st- we should stage a hate crime against us? Because I'm damn, Dutch. We're gonna. So if people <laughs> hate the Dutch. And want to do a hate crime on us. Do you think it would make our... Could you imagine the, like, whitest dude on earth with, like, blue hair and blonde eyes? Blue hair and blonde eyes! (laughs) This, like, Aryan-looking guy being like, I'm a victim of a hate crime! (laughs) People would be like... That would actually probably get more people to listen to our podcast once... And then dox us. Okay. I'm going to go back and edit all this out. And we can plan our fake hate crime after we post this episode. Nice. Yeah, so edit this all up. We'll just end after the John Wayne stuff. Okay. Because if we talk about the Juicy, Juicy, if we talk about that. I should edit it out anyways just based on the fact that it's just us mispronouncing his name. I mean. Juicy? Juicy? (laughs) I think (laughs) if we edit that whole part out, 
then we won't have something to draw it on. Because if we stage a hate crime now, they'll be like, well, I listened to the last episode. It's obviously because they're talking about UC. Juicy? So, it's funny, actually. They say that he did it because one of his like fellow cast or crew members on Empire posted an Instagram post about how they were a victim of a hate crime and they got like tons of like love and support for it and he heard this story and he was like oh so the old green-eyed monster he's like that guy got attention and i'm an actor so basically i'm empty on the inside and i'm only to chosen this profession so i could fill it with validation from strangers yeah and what better way to get validation from strangers than to pay Two men, $6,000 to yell homophobic and racist slurs at me and beat the shit out of me. Yeah. Okay, so we edit all that out. Yeah, we're not even... I don't even know why we're talking anymore because this is all going to be edited out. We do... Well, if we're editing out, people, it doesn't matter because people... We, we're recording it so that we don't forget later right. when we go to we plan We can play this back. So we hash out the plan now. We delete it. We have our hate crime... And then we get super famous and we get all – like how I said actors are bad because they just have – they're empty inside and yeah. they need all that attention. Yeah. I didn't mention podcasters Which same, for a reason. Same boat. Because even though we're in the same boat. Exact same. If I don't say it on the podcast, then it's not true. We have made 78 so, episodes to feed our need for validation from sh- strangers. Don't – you just can't – We're going to edit We're gonna edit this out. Oh, anyway, yeah, so I guess. You can't just say that out loud because then people know. <laughs> like if we have a little bit of denial about it, they'll be like, wow, these guys are really seeking for attention. But they're not self-aware of it. So it's less annoying that yeah. they need all so this So why attention. would they stage a hate crime if they don't even know how desperate for attention they are? Exactly. It's it perfect, wasn't staged. Perfect it alibi. Make, it doesn't add up. Perfect alibi. Nice. So should we go with my Dutchness or your... Baldness. French... Uh, it doesn't even Polish necessarily have to be... So we could... Guy with a we beard? We could say that we were attacked by a group of marauding women just because we're men. We could say mm, that we're not we going to get any sympathy. A lot of people just don't. Yeah, that's right. Let's they say, would be like, those guys totally fucking no, deserved it. Let's take a fucking page out of the left wing virtual signalers book and say we were attacked by white supremacists because we were race traders because we're nice to minorities. What were you going to say before you paused and went with minorities? Dale? I was going to name a specific minority <laughs> and I said, wait. It'll probably sound racist. Yeah. No matter what I say. Yes. You made the right choice. There's no way to reference a group, a specific group in the broader group of minorities without it sounding racist. So we. I don't even see color. I couldn't even tell you what different groups exist because. I like it. I like it. Can we edit that back in after? Yeah. (laughs) So the other stuff out. We'll just we'll just like. Right after the John Wayne, it'll be a blank, and it'll just be like you saying, I don't even see color, I only see humans. And then people will be like, these guys are fucking good guys. These guys would never fucking plan a fake hate crime just to boost the popularity of their shitty podcast. And then, then you saying, I don't even see color, is enough of a motive for this fake group of white supremacists to attack us. Right. Right, because they can't attack minorities anymore because there's too much heat and vision on them that if they attack other white people, they might get away with it. Okay, erase all that. <laughs> We've got a perfect plan. Let's go do it. All right. Episode uh, 79, Dale <laughs> and Dale recover from a hate crime. Thanks for tuning in to this <laughs> week's fucking Outrage Factory. Uh, the mailbag was useless this week. No one gave us anything good. Measles, someone suggested, which, hey, fucker, thanks for listening to the podcast. We discussed it dis- discussed it for half an hour last week. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not talking about that anymore. And on, like, every 10th episode since the inception of this episode. <laughs> oh, wait. I want to mention the menstrual equality thing real quick. Oh, that would have been a better tie-in with our Oscars thing, but sure. What I want to say is... Me and Derek didn't know what this was, so we looked it up. And menstrual equality is trending right now on Twitter because... Somebody mentioned it in their Oscars speech. Yeah. The Oscars speech was for, for context, was for a documentary about menstrual equality in India. So it actually makes perfect sense that they would have acknowledged it in their speech. 
Yeah, so what is happening, I guess, North America uh, side is that they're trying to get rid of, is it the sales tax? They're trying to get rid of the sales tax on tampons because they want them to be deemed as a necessary item. So basically people are like, fuck you, like just take the sales tax tax off of tampons they are a necessary item because women need them for their periods yes i would say that anyone who is opposed or who makes it's like oh menstrual equality is <laughs> the same kind of guy that will shriek in terror if he sees a bloody tampon in a toilet so like yeah just deal with it yeah like these uh, they are necessary health items yeah i like, guess fucking ridiculous that people have to pay for them at all like, they should just be, like, free. You should be, like, remember that uh, cool-ass, I'm pretty sure she's dead she was old as fuck at the time, but that lady with, like, bright orange hair who would walk around on the Granville Strip the handing condom out fairies. condoms. Yeah, handing yeah. out condoms to people. We need one of those, but, like, with tampons who will just, like, walk around handing out tampons to everyone who could use them. Marketing idea. We hand out tampons with the Outrage Factory logo on them. And then we get with beat. the slogan... Outrage factory inside you. Yeah? Winner? Winner? Okay. Uh, I don't know if you could put that on the tap on itself because of toxic shock syndrome. Oh, we can find whatever. Well, we'll look into it. Uh, and then we get attacked in a fake hate crime because we're uh, helping women. Yes. On the plastic applica- applicator. Okay. That's where we'll put the logo. Better idea. Okay. Nice. Are we done? Are we done with this fucking fucking Travis episode now? Famous. You can't. (laughs) The problem with saying this is a travesty of an episode is you're implying that every other episode (laughs) wasn't a travesty. (laughs) Valid point. Hey, thanks for tuning in to this week's Outreach Factory. As always, I've been your co-host, Derek Bolin. You can find me on the Twitter machine at Herder. I'm your other co-host. Dale DeRuder, you can find me on Twitter at SuperDaleBot. You can find us roaming the Granville Strip, handing out Outrage Factory branded <laughs> tampons. Uh, also, follow us on Twitter at Outrage Fact Pod. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Outrage Fact Pod. One of these days I'll yeah. get that right. Uh, Subscribe to us. Uh, if you have listened to this point in the episode, it would mean the world to us if you could go uh, wherever you get your podcasts, subscribe, rate, review, give us five stars, tell everyone how much you love Outrage Factory, share this episode or one of our better episodes, assuming a better episode exists. There uh, is no better episode. They are all great. I appreciate your enthusiasm there, Dale. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you have any internet outrage that comes your way or things that make you roll your eyes and think, why the fuck do people care about this? Or you care about something and you want to hear me and Dale cut you down on a podcast for half an hour, send us those tips. That's probably more likely what will happen. Yeah, that was 100% what will happen. Yeah, that's probably why people stopped replying in the mailbag. Yeah. Because we're like, that's dumb. We're not talking about <laughs> Yeah, that. your ideas are <laughs> shitty. Oh, no one responded to the mailbag this week, so we can't tell people how fucking moronic they are. That's awful. Uh, hey, thanks for tuning in. Until next week. Stay angry.